0: My name is AB Ridgeway. I'm the host of financial advisors say the darndest things in my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor today, brothers and sisters. I want to talk about the spirit of the Christian investor. I have identified about seven qualities of a Christian investor. If you want to see those, you can go to our website, www.abrwealthmanagement.com, and we have them listed at the bottom. But today I want to talk about two of those qualities. In light of the growing concerns over the economy, interest rates coming off of a year ending high, I think this will be important in all market conditions. And the first is God owns it all. And the second is to advance His kingdom. Brothers and sisters, before we do anything as investors, we must understand that God owns it all. We have to learn to trust in God's decree. Many Christians, we have faith that God is going to deliver us from all types of toil. But are we trusting in God's timing? We have to understand this. We are merely stewards of his wealth. I want you to do this. I want you to imagine that you are God's financial advisor. I know it could be overwhelming. God has a lot of wealth. It could be intimidating at times, but stick with me here. So God comes into your office and he says to you, you know what? I want you to be a steward of the wealth that I've given to this world. I've created the world in six days. I've rested on the seventh. And now I want to trust you with managing it. Now, some of us, like I said before, will be a little intimidated. We're like, well, God, why me? Why are you giving me this wealth? But we take it on anyway, right? Because he believes in us. He believes that we have the capabilities. He trusts us. And he trusts that we are going to focus on the right things. We soon become the fiduciary for God's wealth. So what are you going to do? Are you just going to take what you know and try your best? Are you just going to sit in your office and hopefully that the money is still there? We talk about the parable of the talents where the master gives the talents to his three servants. And he's frustrated that one of the servants buried the talents and then just returned it to him as is. He doesn't give us the wealth so we can just hoard it. He gives us the wealth so we can use it and we can use it in the right way. So what are you going to do? Hopefully you do like a good steward. You study everything that you can. You try to accumulate as much knowledge as possible about money, how it functions, how you can grow it, how you can use it how you can give it to the less fortunate, how you can impact the kingdom of God. So what are you going to do? Well, I hope you do do the research. I hope you do go ask other experts. I hope you become a true Christian steward. And that's what we're doing today. God has given you some wealth to manage. And it's on you to acquire the experts, to acquire the processes necessary to grow his wealth And expand his kingdom. Now, there's a few key takeaways I want you to take away from this conversation today. Everything that you do is for the good of God because it all belongs to him. So, if you take your wealth and you give it to charity, you are doing God's work. If you take your money and you multiply it and you're able to pass on your legacy and pass on the Spirit of God, you are doing God's work. And guess what? At some point, God is going to want to make a withdrawal. God is very charitable and he wants his wealth to be spread out into his kingdom. So he's going to come into your office and say, you know what? I have someone less fortunate that needs this wealth because one day they are going to expand my kingdom beyond our belief. And I want you to help them with it. You may not be able to see them. You may not be able to see the impact. I may call you home before then, but I want you to do this for me. And the mentality of a Christian investor is that money will come and money will go. The market will go up. The market will go down and the market will come back up. They understand how this works. You know, I have this client and he had about a $50,000 income. He's been working for about 20 years and he goes, you know what? I really want to be a millionaire. I really wish that I can hit that million dollar mark. And me being a math guy, I'm saying, well, it seems that. A million dollars has passed through your hands. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, $50,000 a year times 20. That's a million dollars. So what have you done with the million dollars God has given you already? And it made him think. You're right. I have touched a million dollars. It just wasn't in a lump sum. It just wasn't in a lottery. It just wasn't a a job promotion or, or, or a new job or something like that. And that. Was an eye opener for him. So now he takes his stewardship a lot more serious because God may not give you everything you want in one lump sum. He may gradually give it to you and see exactly what you're doing and then bless you with more once he finds out that you are responsible. Same thing with the parable of the talents. Those who were responsible with his wealth, he gave them more. Even the one who didn't do anything, he took it from them and gave it to those. Who are proper stewards understand this control what you can control and allow god to handle the rest you are the steward but god is the client you must listen you must understand you must seek clarity and you have to double check for quality control as a financial advisor i'm a fiduciary for my clients i serve them i listen to them i understand i seek clarity and double check for quality control because It's not my money. It's their money. It will always be their money. When you come to a financial advisor, they're not taking your money. They're helping you manage it in the best way possible so you can extend God's kingdom. Brothers and sisters, it says in Titus chapter 1 verse 7, For an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or drunkard or violent or greedy for gain. When we know God owns it all, we're not puffed up with pride when our investment choices do well. We give the glory to God. We're not quick tempered or angered when the market goes down because we know God is in control. We are not in a state of intoxication that distorts our perception. We don't lash out of our greed for more and more money. Did I make 10%? Did I make 9%? I need more money. I need more money. That's not the goal. We have to remember the end goal. Start with your why. Why are you investing in the first place? To expand God's kingdom, to extend your legacy, to make sure that the next generation are proper stewards of the wealth God has blessed you with. These are signs of a good Christian steward. And that leads me to my second point, expanding God's kingdom. We're going to dig a little bit deeper here. This needs to be planned for. And this is one idea I want to share with you. Many people want to give until they have nothing. And I don't believe, and this is my own personal opinion, I don't think that's right. We talked about the birds not sowing or weeping, how God takes care of them. But at the same time, God is taking care of you as well. He's giving you an income. He's giving you the money and the resources to take care of yourself. You know, This analogy has been used over and over again about the airplane and putting on your mask first. So I think you know that analogy. But here we don't want to give too much or we become the needy. That is not a sign of a good steward. Someone who gets $50,000, they give $50,000 out and now they're the ones begging for the money back. Would you trust somebody like that? I wouldn't. So we have to learn to know where we end. We have to know what we're spending. We have to know what's coming in. And we have to make a judgment above and beyond that. And some people say, well, just give to charity and trust God is going to take care of you. Well, the proof is in the pudding. I have the money. God is taking care of me. So once we establish the lifestyle that we need to prosper and to expand, that is the point we stop. And that is the point where your charity starts. And it's okay to take care of your family. Don't feel that you always have to give to strangers. You should start in your own household. You should start that 529 plan for your child to go to college. You should start that life insurance policy to make sure that your debts are paid just in case God calls you home early. You should invest your money and make sure that it's growing so when inflation hits, you are not one of the needies as well. But once again, you have to know when is enough enough and when you establish your financial plan. You can actually pray over this plan and seek guidance. You can say, This is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. God, please give me the knowledge and the wisdom, the same wisdom you gave Solomon, to steward this wealth. Understand this tithing is good, but tithing doesn't just have to be where you move the decimal over one position. Tithing is giving your time, your talents, and your resources. And you can do that with a plan. If you know you can retire successfully, that frees up your time to do the work God has called you to do. Or you'll be working out of fear and miss out on the chance to make an impact outside of work. Brothers and sisters, Christian investors have a vision on how they want to change the world they live in, and they work toward that every day. They are not chasing the next bull market. They're not looking at their statement and see how they can gain an extra 10 or 20 percent. They're chasing the next volunteer opportunity. They are looking for their chance to go on another mission trip and sponsor two children to go. They are looking at ways to donate Bibles or clothes because they know the farther they reach, the farther the kingdom of God reaches through them. So, brothers and sisters, remember, whenever you feel anxious about money or your retirement, I want you to stop. I want you to pause. And realize that God owns it all. You are stewarding his wealth. And he trusts you do the right thing. Because when you do, his kingdom expands and everyone is blessed. My prayer today is that we remember that God controls everything that we do. And God controls everything that we spend. And that we don't spend for our own glory, but for the glory of God. Brothers and sisters, these two qualities are the foundation of a true Christian investor and I hope that you've learned something I've hope that inside of yourself you see how much power you have to affect this world through proper financial planning well I hope that you've been blessed if you're new to Christian finance and you do need some help and you understand that you can always download our free ebook four pillars to Christian investing it's a 19 page beginner's guide to saving for retirement it goes over debt management savings investing, and wealth transfers, the four things you really need to create a financial plan that will help you become successful. You can download it free on our website, www.abrwealthmanagement.com. The link will be in the description below. Because as a certified private wealth advisor professional with over a decade of experience in the financial industry, I create financial plans for high net worth Christians. So if you're looking for a financial advisor as well to help you steward God's wealth, We will love to speak with you. We'll just go to our website and schedule a consultation. And brothers and sisters, if you've enjoyed this presentation and you've got at least one good piece of advice, I want you to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on to so you can stay in tune to what it means to be a good Christian investor. Because we have to stick together. As I said before, the Bible is a reminder for the righteous. This podcast is a reminder for the righteous is not to tell you if you're good or if you're bad. It is simply a reminder to do the right thing. Well, that is it for me. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your
1: blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Warren Ridgway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway Ridgway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darned podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.